Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Father, we thank you today. We give you praise and thanksgiving. We are so thrilled with what all of last week and the wonderful things that you brought us through, Dr. Jackson. And today and yesterday and today and the rest of this week, glory to God. We, we're, our hearts are open. We're so hungry. Our faith is hungry. Glory to God. And we give you praise and, and honor and glory on this broadcast today. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you join me in welcoming Dr. Avery Jackson on this broadcast today? Oh, praise God. Let's go to uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And let we, our golden text is, is in that 23rd verse, but let's back up here. The, the, uh, the great apostle is teaching the body of Christ and, and giving them line on line, uh, ideas and concepts, warnings, don't do this, do this. And, uh, he said, but of the times and of the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. You yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord cometh as a thief in the night. He said, I don't have to tell you these things, but I need to remind you of these things. So now we let, let's go to um, here in the, um, well, the 15th verse. See that none render evil for evil to any man. Now there, that's big. Yeah. We're talking about your health now. Walk in love. Sir. See that you don't render evil for evil to any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves or everybody there in the church, all your family you ought to be living this way, but to everybody else. I mean, this is not this is not Sunday stuff. This seven day a week stuff. Rejoice evermore. Now he just sticks this one right <laughs> right in there. See, he's saying, now don't be rendering evil for evil. What do you do when somebody does something ugly to you? You rejoice. And like like Doc said yesterday, laugh, <laughs> laugh at it. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I'm fixing my brain. <laughs> he ta- he yeah. talks about endorphins. I call them dolphins. I got to get my dolphins jumping. <laughs> I got to get them moving. <laughs> Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. The only way you can do that is praying in the Spirit. You run out in about 10 minutes what to pray in your natural mind, but you can pray continually in the Spirit of God. I've found out and and been blessed. I learned this from Brother Hagin, that you can be standing in the grocery line and standing there praying in the Spirit, just praying under your breath or something, just praising, saying, I just edify myself today. I'm just rejoicing here in this store. Then if you be like Todd White, you have a healing meeting while you're in the store. (laughs) In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. 
Quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesying. Prove all things. Hold fast to that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit, your whole soul, that's your mind, your will, and, and your, the emotional part of you. Be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. Brethren, pray for us. Don't leave out praying for your pastor. Don't leave out praying for the ministry. Don't leave out and don't, don't leave that part out. It is so vitally important that we become if you're in the congregation of a church, you don't go there just to draw on the pastor. No, you put something in that church. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about just just your finances. Of course, that's vitally important. That's where you tithe. Mm-hmm. But but the 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 big thing is is to that that's your church, and you put something in there. You pray for the pastor. You don't fuss all the way to church and then put your smile on just you know, hello everybody. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha. <laughs> you make your pastor laugh a lot. Praise God. If Thank I, you, Jesus. Big comment. So it's kind of interesting, though, how, how kind the Lord is to us, even in, in, in this instruction, because he knows that when we uh, honor others, our pastor, and when we're kind to others, it's, a, it's protective in our mind and our physical body. It's completely protective. So he's saying, look, I, I care about you. I love you. I need for you to do these things so that you don't mess yourself up. And what he's speaking of is in your frontal lobe and prefrontal cortex, when information comes in, someone cuts you off or they say something to you that's not right, you analyze it. And from there, it goes to an area called the hypothalamus. Yeah. It's a relay station. And from there, all of the sympathetic systems and the immune systems activated. Well, if you're angry because your brother did something wrong, then what happens is that brain uh, system goes to work and a cascade occurs. And now you have these chronic stress hormones that increases your blood pressure. And now it has a physical effect on your, your body. And so now you, you can, it can affect your health. So there are studies that show, brain studies that show also when you give, that the pleasure centers in your brain light up. Way Praise more than when God. you receive. So again, even though, right? More blessed to give. More blessed to give. And it really is more blessed yeah. and it's more healthy. Wow. Wow. It's literally more healthy based on the brain studies that are out there regarding, you know, giving versus the receiving. And I can see that this is what I was, this is what I was thinking as I was reading these scriptures and <laughs> got carried away. But I, I can see where at the first sign of uh, of symptoms of this or that, go right back here. Go right back to the fundamentals. This is where your main health is. Don't push this and, don't, and mess with it and mess with it until you until you wind up in, in Dr. Jackson's office. Yeah. Amen. Thank God for him. Amen. And thank God he practices this. Amen. Yeah. I, I tell you, it just comes more clear and more clear and more clear. The, the, the more we talk about it mm. and how important this whole uh, insight into life really, really 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. You know, it's a uh, it's just an honor to have had the opportunity to to learn about a little bit of what God knows about just a smidge as it relates to science and and what he's done in our in our lives and in in the brain because the brain controls all the bodily functions and it talks to all the cells and uh, you know there there's two just quick scriptures that go right to the brain especially in the area of seizure and mental disorder that I just want to point out if I can it's uh, one's Isaiah 53:5 and then the other one is Luke 4:18 but, oh, yeah. but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of his peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. And then Luke 4.18, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty that are, them that are bruised. The Thayer definition for bruise in this context, mm -hmm. to tear in pieces, to break forth, to distort, to convulse. Convulsion is a seizure. A seizure is a chaotic electrical activity which can be expressed from the brain as muscle convulsions or contractions. The Mayo Clinic, uh, Mayo Clinic article talks about a grand mal seizure it's caused by uh, this this act, chaotic activity, and it leads to uh, loss of consciousness. And as we all know, when a person shakes, tonic-clonic or generalized tonic-clonic seizure activity. And what's interesting about that is is the deliverance of all of the pathology, if you will, in the in brain and in the mind that he's taken for us. So he understands all of those issues that are oftentimes unseen in, in the medical uh, world. You know, those the, the phobias and the other issues that we have in the mind and all the brain issues that we have that lead to the physical issues. You know, we talked about high blood pressure and how that, uh, that uh, thoughts and, and being angry because somebody cut you off, mm -hmm. right? Um, how that literally affects your blood pressure. Blood pressure goes up. Well, uh, Dr. Herbert Benson... Uh, Harvard, he was the first to coin a phrase called the relaxation response. Sixty years ago, there was a gentleman who coined the phrase the fight or flight syndrome in the same office. But so Herbert Benson said, you know, I'm taking care of these patients. They all have high blood pressure. And the reason why high blood pressure is so important is because of the ten leading causes of death in the United States, high blood pressure uh, is, is a component of at least four of those. So it's really so person cuts you off and there's no control. There's no time in the word. So you get angry, you're reactive, blood pressure goes up and then you have these these problems. And so he saw that high blood pressure was high in some of the patients that came to his office. He's a heart doc, a cardiologist. So he puts them on some medication. I mean, that was the right thing to do. But when he when they get home, they relax. Blood pressure drops, drops too low. He says, wait a minute, I don't, I don't get this. I'm treating them, prescribing them the way that I'm supposed to. The blood pressure is too low now. What did I do wrong? So he analyzed this and found out that, in fact, the stress that, uh, that they bring to seeing the white code and the potential bad diagnosis or bad report is enough to shoot their blood pressure up. So, so, so the question is, do you mean that just thought affects the physical body? Oh, absolutely yeah. Whoa. Praise God. Now, flip over on the other side of that. 
with what exercise does to physical exercise and and praying in the spirit and so mm. forth does to the blood pressure. So for physical exercise, uh, it has a physical response. Okay, there's certain hormones that are endorphins are released. The mechanical side of exercise will uh, decrease your blood pressure and your brain response to the mechanical side. It's just a wonderful release. Dopamine levels go up, and those are transmitters in the brain and chemicals that give you a sense of pleasure, a sense of belonging, a sense of accomplishment. And, 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 that's, uh, and that piece is, is, is wonderful. In terms of praying in your heavenly language, the University of Pennsylvania has done some studies showing that when you pray in your heavenly language, the areas of the brain that normally light up when you're communicating, non-verbal or verbal communication, when you're moving your mouth, you're forming sentences that normally light up, none of those light up when you pray in your heavenly language. No, isn't that amazing? None of them. So then you say, well, wait a minute, it doesn't make any sense. If I move my mouth and the frontal lobe, blood flows to the frontal lobe, which controls my, my mouth movement, um, you know, when I'm normally talking or even praying in my English, but when I pray in the heavenly language, still moving my mouth, still hearing the sounds, and the frontal lobe is silent. So it's, it's coming com- out of your spirit and yes, not your brain. Yes, sir. Well, you know, now, the, the Russians back during the days of the Soviet Union, they, they did experiments on, on uh, Pentecostal people. They did some pretty nasty things mm-hmm. to them. And they kept experimenting on them, and they, so they just fried their brains and made just vegetables out of them. But someone would come in and pray, and they'd just go praising God just like nothing had ever happened. Mm-hmm. And the, but their brain was almost non-functional. Mm-hmm. And it caused them to realize, hey, we, we don't need to be doing this because these people are the kind of people we want. They don't ever get drunk. They always show up on time. They're, they're healthy people. Let's pay, put them to work. So they put them in places where nobody wanted to be. They put them up in Siberia, and they put them up working on highways. And, of course, they just caused a revival everywhere they went. (laughs) But it was the fact that what turned and changed their minds, that they saw that this was supernatural and that it just violated every every medical thing that they knew up to that time. Praise God. Praise the Lord. That is so amazing. Yeah, yeah. When you're praying in your heavenly language, your blood on a, a PET scan, it's a certain kind of a CAT scan, uh, as opposed to having the blood go to the front of the brain, it goes to the parietal area and the sides of the brain, which are the receptive sides, right? So what's really interesting is is that you're hearing from and interacting in a more of a passive state and listening to the Holy Spirit, but yet you're still being able to speak and, you're, uh, and, and, and make the wonderful sounds that you make when you pray in your heavenly language. That is so amazing. It's amazing. Flow. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the other question we is, is um, so death can be caused by thought. And it's true. It can be caused by thought, right? And that's why... In First Thessalonians, you know, the Lord is telling us, is, is, is just saying, you can't do this because you're destroying yourself. 
There are autoimmune disorders that when you're when you get angry and or if there's a self-condemnation probably from something that happened to you when you were six, seven, eight, nine, ten, don't remember, the way your brain works is you develop these loops. And the physical structure, physical loop, is a circuit of papes. But then these loops go, they get processed, and they go to your mind, which is separate from your brain. And so now, when you see the world, you see the world filtered through those hurts. Mm. And so you become angry and more reactive because someone did something to you or didn't. Now, the Lord is saying here, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't follow. Don't, you know, use your, your frontal lobe. Use the peace that I've given you. Believe in me. Trust in me. I'll take care of you. And we can undo those hurts way back there that you can't even really see or identify in your consciousness, conscious mind. And the reason being is because I love you so much, I don't want you to hurt yourself and activate your immune system in the wrong way. You know, activate, activate these antibodies. These antibodies, are they are some serious mm. army. I mean, talk about an army. They can react in milliseconds to uh, any foreign body. And so God created those so that if there's an infection that enters, we can get rid of it right away. But if your immune system gets turned on you, which your autoimmune disorder orders like multiple sclerosis, ALS, multiple drug allergies, mm. because mm. of what happened in the past, maybe self-condemnation, maybe, you know, other issues. And so you're not aware of it, but your immune system is revved up to such a degree that it reacts when it's not, it shouldn't react. And mm-hmm. that can be problematic. Praise God. Listen mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. Now, th- th- this occurred to me. Um, in severe cases, you're talking about PTSD. Yes, sir. Soldiers. Yes, sir. Firemen, policemen. Yes, sir. People that, that are in that in a very dangerous environment, seeing things no human should have to see. Yes, sir. So now you take someone like that that's suffering from that, Dr. Jackson, where where do they go? Now I'm talking about somebody that that knows God. Yes, sir. Born again. Yeah. Child of God. So uh, I'll mention Caroline Leaf, who is a a friend of mine, uh, and she's done extensive work on, on PTSD and brain injury and traumatic brain injury has a lot to say about that. And so we're actually forming, she, she informed uh, an integrated mind team that are trying to answer these acute questions because right now we have psychiatrists, thank God for them. We have psychologists, thank God for them. But connecting directly the, the biomedical model, which is our way of, of training as physicians, with the spirit and the soul mind, will, and emotion, so that when we treat someone, we're looking from God's perspective. We have to use the Holy Spirit's God to help us on that. Oh, yeah. Right? And so that we can give answers that are very specific to that individual. And we can only do that and address all three parts of who we are from God's perspective. You're going to have to get him laughing again. Yes, sir. You're right. You're going to have to get him laughing again. That's right. And, And change... The, the the whole inner man's environment. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. The peace that passes all understanding. So if he if, if the Lord says we have his peace, he says, Take take my peace. Mm-hmm. So if, if we really take his peace, it should it should 
that peace should apply to any situation, no matter how bad. It should overcome it and overpower it, run it down so it's not destructive in our brains and in our minds anymore and in our bodies. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. This, uh, let's get back. You you were talking last week about your own uh, exercise programs and regimens and things that you do. Mm-hmm. I would I would like personally I would like to have you touch on that again, yeah. so that we, it sounds so simple. It that man, come on, could it be that easy? I mean. <laughs> And but people think exercise is hard. I've got to go in there and sweat for two hours. And that day's coming when that will be enjoyable. But that's not where you start. Amen. And particularly someone like Dr. Jackson that that he lives a very intense lifestyle. But as far as exercise is concerned, it's sedative because he stands in one spot for hours and hours and hours. And his, his spirit man is, is deeply engaged and his brain is engaged, which, which is more tiring than physical exercise. And he's a tired man when he gets done. But that cannot be the excuse. Not at all. For no. violating the very knowledge that you know and live by. Yes, sir. You're right. And that's what the rest of us did. And I paid a price for it. Mm-hmm. And thank God. Now I'm believing my way th- through the mess I made. And God is so good. And, and, you know, he put up with stuff I wouldn't have put up with. <laughs> thank God he did. But get, get back into this. I, I, I just, I, I can't get away from how much how much we need to hear you say these things again so and you when you mentioned about the sedentary lifestyle so there's uh 2.6 million people annually that die from heart attack and stroke uh and cardiac issues and so and the majority of those people had sedentary lifestyles working 6 to 8 hours either sitting a day or standing and so you have to battle that with about 300, roughly 250, 300 minutes of some cardiovascular activity daily. And so that's 45 minutes to roughly an hour. But you can make it really fun. And so uh, what I do is I get home and when I talk to my wife, I do my jumping jacks for 10 minutes. Well, 11. I set it for 11. So that way, if, if I want to stop, I can stop for like a couple seconds and get back to it. Right. And it comes out. So it's 10 minutes of jumping jack. Right. And then I do, no, a, then I do a five minute plank. 11 minutes. So 11 we minutes. We have to do 11. All right, 11 minutes. Right, right, right. Exactly. Right. Five minute plank. But that, that's not, it's a, it's a full two and a half minute plank. And then I'll do a side plank and switch. It makes it a little easier. Right. And then uh, in the bathtub, 20 minutes of, of, uh, of, of core where I'm, uh, you know, I'm doing a crunch. And then, then in the morning, I'll, I won't do the bathtub piece, but I'll do the other two. So that's, that's one really quick. It takes me 20 minutes. So it's, it's so not 20 minutes of 20 minutes of exercise. An hour. And then twice, right? So then you're, you're at 40, almost 45 minutes. So you've replaced that sedentary effect yep. on your body. Yeah, completely reverses. It is that simple. Yep. And we're out of time again. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.